What's up, everybody? I hope y'all enjoying y'all Friday. It's negative 45 for the next four years, no doubt. I just had to say that. Hope it's payday for the rest of y'all. We got a special show today on Riders Live. I am your host, Riders. We have music today from Hardbody Shard. And we also have music from Cobra Immortal today. So let's get into the episode. The name of the track you just heard is called 93 Shard. The artist is Hardbody Shard. He's from Birmingham, Alabama. He's getting airplay in Birmingham and Georgia. Um, you can follow him on Instagram at Hardbody Shard. You can follow him on Twitter at Hardbody Shard. He has a website. The website is www. 
www.hardbodyshard.com. Yeah, so he's working on his debut album. And um, the single is heating up everywhere. I actually came across his music on Instagram. Reached out to his people and chopped it up. They sent me a couple of joints. So y'all be hearing Hard Body Shard on Riders Live. You know what I'm saying? So follow him on Instagram at Hard Body Shard. Follow him on Twitter at Hard Body Shard. If y'all looking for bookings or features, just go to hardbodyshard.com. All right? She making it right. She making it roll. She make it go fast. She making it go. She making it right. She making it right. She making it roll. Making it roll. Making it roll. She making it right. She making it roll. She make it go fast. She making it go. She making it right. Making it right. She making it roll. Boom. Making it boom. Some of you do, some of you do. You're gonna get loose, you're gonna get loose. She wants me home, she wants me home. She doesn't want you, she doesn't want you. She likes my swag, she likes my swag. I'm getting the bag, getting the bag. I'm the penalty, yo, yo. and she's the flag. We running the check, we running it up. She like Milwaukee, she want her bus, she dropping it back, she move it like that. She knows I'm watching from the mat. She takes her hands with my hands, we touching on each other. Her demands is my command. We explore, we discover. I'm rolling them bowls, rolling the bowls. I'm dropping them bowls. I'm dropping a bowl. I'm like I'm Poffo, like I'm Poffo. I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. I wipe the road, wipe the road. Gonna get more, gonna get more. She rocking it up, she tuning it up, she tune the flow. Oh, she getting the bag, getting the bag. We chasing the cash, we chasing the cash. She got the nice, she streamed on with the ass. She making it rock, she making it roll. She make it go fast, she making it go. She making it rock, making it she making it roll, making it roll, making it roll. She making it rock, she making it roll, she make it go fast, she making it go, she making it rock, making it rock, making it rock. That song, She's Making Me, is by Cobra Immortal. He goes by CI. He's from St. Louis. The song is available on all streaming platforms. He has a strong following overseas. And you can follow him at The Real Cobra Immortal on Facebook. On Instagram, follow him at Cobra Immortal. On Twitter, follow him at Cobra Immortal. All right? This episode today is entitled, Who's the Mac? So let's get into this interview with our special guest today, Debo Mac. So today we got Lance and Spinus, Debo Mac. He just dropped a hot project, Rap Found Me. So what is it like in Lance and Debo Mac? Well, I'll put it to you like this, man. It's a city that's got about 125,000 people in it, roughly. Um, it's cold as hell, and everybody is uh, dealing with the same thing right now, this damn virus. So that being said, you know, uh, you're only going to get what you're going to get. But from the from the music aspect, uh, just because all this other stuff going on, uh, that don't mean you can't find ways to be productive. So for me, 
um, ain't shit changed. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm gonna find a way to do what I gotta do regardless. And that's what it's about. It's about that relentless pursuit. You know what I'm saying? So what's yeah. the hip hop scene like in Lansing pre and post COVID? Okay, pre-COVID, it was, um, we got a good handful of spots where you can see the big wigs come through and, and do their thing on the stage. Um, depending on the night, it might be the indie vibe, you know what I'm saying? But um, it's not going to be, you're not going to get the same vibe as you get in like a Chicago. It's not that big of a city, you know what I mean? Um, so for the most part, what you got is people that, um, I hate to say it cause not everybody is going to fall in this category, but what I found here is, uh, people are more apt to listen to what's fed to them on a higher scale, be it like radio, um, then looking for new artists to listen to. Um, and like I said, not everybody, not everybody is like that, but that's one thing that I found. Um, so you always got to keep yourself aware of that if you in cities like this, because you have to find other cities to push your music. It's new to somebody somewhere. Um, but yeah, like, Pre-COVID, uh, it was hot, man. We had we had a lot of a lot of good good artists come through. Um, I remember recently, uh, pre-COVID, Tyler Kwali came through and did the thing uh, downtown. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we uh, we get them here. We get them here, uh, just like anywhere else. It's just uh, you know, in the Chicago kind of setting, you got a whole lot more places uh, for venues than you do in a setting um, in a city like this. You know, right. So like when you perform, do you make it make it um make it a point to move around when you release a project, like go to other states and do shows? Yeah, and the main reason um kind of goes back into you know what I just said, man. Like when I uh, like I'm wired to evaluate everything all the time. You know that's just how my brain works. Um, so one of the things that I was figuring out along the way when I was doing these shows is it was like, shit, man, you know, uh, people showed up, I'm at this show, I'm doing a show, I got these 10 songs I'm doing or whatever, you know. Right. Well, then you got another show uh, across town, right? And say you got the same song set. Well, the people want to support you, but they already heard that. And since they already heard that, they done and over with people's attention span um when it comes to this music shit in this day and age is real real short you know what i mean so like if they heard it once they want to move on to the next whatever um so in theory that could hurt you if all you doing is sticking to one city so once i once i got an understanding of that uh you know i said well shit you know um, like I said, it's new to somebody somewhere. I, I, I got to get the hell up out the city. I got to move elsewhere. I like being that dude don't nobody know. Because um, I feel like the minute they get to know you, uh, the support level at times, you're going to know uh, the further along in this music you get, the support level is going to drop. Um, and that's when you start figuring out who is really there um, 
in your corner. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, being the unknown, their ears are wide open every time, every time. So you just got to bring it. And that's the easy part. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, that for me, um, I found value in, in jumping around to different cities, different states and stuff like that uh, for this music stuff. I think it's, it's helpful. It's, it's a healthy thing when you're doing this music because you're getting uh, a feel for different atmospheres, di- uh, different environments, um, same demographic, but different areas, you know. Uh, so, yeah, that, that helps you uh, hone in on music so you can drop songs for um, different people markets. in different areas because you yeah. know the vibes. Right, right, right. I know we did a show in Madison together. That's I, w- I was in tune with your music, but I, n- I never actually seen you performing. And you took the roof off that motherfucker, man. You lit that shit up. It was right, it was and that so was crazy, man. I, I remember that. I remember that. And the, the messed up thing was, don't nobody really know, but I had um during that time I had a nasty little injury. Um, okay. You know what I'm saying? Cause I I do this music shit, but like. I got a career also, so you know what I mean? I had an injury from work and whatnot that I was still healing up from. So it was like a good handful of uh, shows I did, probably uh, 20 shows, 30 shows. I was in just a ridiculous amount of pain. So, you know, that that kind of stuff I look back on. I'm like, damn, you know, people don't know that, but I know that. And, like, I got to give myself a little pat on the back uh, for just sucking it up. And you know what I mean for the greater good, doing what I had to do. Yeah, but that uh, that show was pretty dope, man, down there. Right. You you couldn't even tell you had an injury. At least I couldn't tell. So yeah, um, yeah. So who are some of yep. your who are some of your um, musical influences before we get more in depth into this interview? Man, I think like when you say influence, I I look at it from two two angles, right? I look at it from uh, the people that I looked up to um, when I started feeling like I wanted to give it a go. And then I also look at that like people I listen to right now that make me feel like when I hear their track, I got a response. Like, you know what I mean? Because like I grew up in the era of ciphers and battle rapping and stuff like that, right? So like... When when you get hit with that with them bars, you feel like you gotta bounce back, like like they deliver the blow directly to you, you know. So like if I'm looking at people that was influential to me, um, making me feel like I wanted to do it, I would say, uh, you know, Tupac, Nas, EPMD, yeah, some of um, my favorites, Scarface, Chuck D, right, uh, Tretch from Naughty by Nature to this day, uh, you know, your people sleep on him. People yeah. sleep on him like a craftsmatic. That yeah. dude been nasty. He been nasty. Um, you know, it, it was it's so many it's so many people. Um, Ice Cube for his content, man. You know his his oh content. Hey, um, yeah, that's what's up. The, the bravery to say what he said. Uh, you know, Common. Um, it's just so many of them, man. Um, but then, right now, people that are so aggressive lyrically that I feel like it's some sort of assault on me and I got to immediately respond or write 
I would have to say Black Thought. Man, Royce Black the Thought. Five Nine. He, man, Black also, Thought. Also common. Black you know Thought what is I mean? off, the, he off the meter. He off the meat rack. It upsets me how people overlook that dude. You know, hey, <laughs> it don't even seem right. Mac, you know what Rainbow I mean? Mac, streams of thought. That's all I got to say. Streams yeah. of thought. That's all I got to say. Hey, people, if y'all right. listen to hip hop and y'all don't know anything about black, salt, black thought, streams of thought. Just Google it. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but uh, it's a it's a lot of people that that um, fall in that category that influence me in this day and age uh, to to continue. Um, but yeah, yeah, man, it's uh, I, I really like the fact that guys like that are still at it, right? Because it's needed, you know. Um, I, I feel. Right, like Black Thought and all these guys, they not they not doing this because um, they don't have an audience. They do have an audience. They just don't fall into the mainstream um, mix of things. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, them are guys like that are the ones that I respect. Um, and the and the people that I named before that, you know, I, I feel like they did so much, you have no choice but to respect them and, and what they was able to do. And you got to also understand that they did what they did and got to where they are um, amongst an entire generation of people that was just as vicious. Exactly. Uh, you know, it ain't, it ain't like it is now. I mean, you, you know, it's, um, you it's hit or miss right now compared to back then. Right. It's it's almost in turmoil or dire straits because anybody can and just keep, do it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's no, it's no it, bar set. Right. It really, it really is the case. And, and people act like when you say that, you hating on um, the music that's out right now, but... I don't think that's the case. I think in comparison to how it was, that's absolutely factual. Um, but, you know, with time, things always change, some things that is. So maybe this is uh, the beginning phases of some sort of transition where hip-hop kind of moves into some other shit. Um, you know, everything starts out one way and ends up another way. So... You know, um, I actually yeah, agree with that because, like, um, one thing about the pandemic, people been able to tap into an area, you know, that they ain't even know existed. Like the the musical content is so good, you know, with some of these albums that that's come out recently, which brings me um, to your album. You know, it's a seven song project. Um, and, and it's dope. Tell people the name of your album. Yeah, the album is uh, it's called Rap Found Me. Um, I released it in December 18th okay. um, last year. Um, I just wanted to have something um, in that year, even though it was one of the craziest years that I ever remember. Um, I felt like I needed to have something something laid out in that year. So 
that's what I did. I didn't want it to be a huge album because I wanted to double back with something else um, within a, a couple months. So that was the thought process of, uh, behind it being only seven tracks. And plus, like I was saying earlier, with everybody's attention span being so short, you know, um, I feel like it's an easier listen if it's just a handful of songs than if it's, you know, um, 15, 16 song album or but something like that. I'm trying to, that. I'm trying to hit them with something you can listen, start to finish on your work commute, uh, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And right. it'll put you in a vibe, uh, of sorts to get through your day or something like that, you know? So the next album, I might have a few more on there, you know, 12 to 15 something, um, but yeah, I just wanted a quick little punch right quick. Um, but I wanted it to be uh, as well-rounded as I can make it. Quick little punch. I feel like that's an understatement. But listen, first, who did the production on this album? It was, uh, it was a, like, as far as the mix downs and all of that, my homeboy, Jason Starks. Right. Um, he on Instagram, he on Facebook. His name is Jason Starks. Um he he did all of that matter of fact um i want to say the first instrumental was his that i went on song number one he did the instrumental a lot of people have been what asking me about that? that one in particular what track is that sir yeah what's the name yeah of the so track? like he he also did something i think he did two instrumentals on the album what's the name of the uh, track in 2018 what's the name of the track um, the first one on this new album is called Backlike. Okay. Everybody and uh, yeah. Everybody loves Backlike. Do you want to yes, go uh, in, go into into detail about the title of that particular song? Well, it was kind of uh It was kind of a setup where it's a bit of an intro and a breakdown on the album and my thought process behind it. Um, okay. As far as the, all the songs being laid out in what order, I always have the final say on that um, because I know the vibe that I'm trying to get across. So what better person to lay everything out but the one who made all the music. Um, but in its entirety, I felt like that was the best one to have at the very beginning, because like I said, it, you get you get an idea of what the album is about. Um, you know, a little, a few fireworks here and there, um, and then the hook ties it all together with me being gone for a minute, but here I am. And when I say gone for a minute, uh, really, I'm meaning from solo albums. I haven't had one since 2018. I had some, uh, I had a collab album last year um, with one of my homies from the East Coast. So, you know, this was uh, this was my first solo in, in two years. So I kind of felt like it was a uh, kind of like a rebirth of sorts, you know. Okay. What What about the courtship? One of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. That I like that one in particular. I want to say that's probably my second most favorite song on the album for personal reasons. And, and it's because when that instrumental was sent to me, 
it threw me off so bad. I couldn't write to it for a whole year. I, I, I played it every bit of 30 times. You had to sit with it every day and, and ride around, sense. huh? You had to sit yeah, with like it. Yeah, the, I, know, I know those types of layout, Yeah, The layout of the instrumental was like abstract, and it was just messing with my head like real bad because I'm like, man, this dude, you know, when he made it, it didn't sound right. Like the the horns, how they came in and the, and the drum beat. I'm like, he messed this up. Uh, you know, it just didn't sound like it was on cue the way it should have been, but I don't know what happened. It was just one day I just sat down and I was listening to it and it just, it pulled like two bars out of me. And then I just inched away at the rest. I didn't rush it. And I think that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to rush it and just lay down a whole production on this instrumental all at once. And that's what was frustrating me because I didn't allow myself to flow with the beat. You know, I was like, the beat was overpowering me and I didn't even realize it. So I kind of liked that one because of that. It was the instrumental I've gone on in probably the last five years. For the culture. Another fan favorite. Tell us about that. About which one now? For the culture. Yeah, I kind of, uh, I kind of like that one because I feel a certain way about certain things, and and one of them is how it can be seen and said that. For whatever reason, when a lot of these big stars get on these record labels, okay, they get coerced for whatever reason into doing some shit that they may not want to do. It's in their contract. And over time, yeah, over time, that diluted the very essence of hip-hop. And like I said, everything going to change over time, right? But we went from hip-hop being a threat in America because of the message to depending on who's doing the hip hop, um, the laughing stock of music genres for different reasons. You know what I mean? Like, um, so for the culture was kind of an ode to preserving the essence, uh, in, in theory of something that, is kind of systematically being diluted. And then you got people in hip hop that don't look like us that emerge and they are the great hopes because, oh my God, they got bars and the lyricism and you know, all of this shit. And it's like, that's what the machine, it's just my perception um, of of what I see to be going on. It's it's blatantly obvious it's happening. Um, All you got to do is listen to hip hop, not just what's on the fucking radio. I mean, right. really listen to hip hop. Your audience will around you. and find shit. You Your know. audience will find um, you. Your audience will definitely yeah. find you. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to ask you, um, what's your thoughts on being independent versus major? Like, I I know the advantages of it because me, I I love being independent. But I just want want to get your thoughts on it. Would you sign up? Well, I can't uh, really. Would you sign I can't personally deal? speak on. 
Yeah, I don't know if I could personally speak on being major. Um, would you sign? I can definitely a, speak on sign, being independent, though. Would you sign with and a major? I don't. Okay, put it to you like this. Um, over time, I think I had five deals come my way. Okay. And I haven't, I haven't taken one of them because when I actually read through everything, they were taking more than I was willing to give up. And I say that to also say this to people who love music and, and they making music and they, they finally realize this is what they want to do. Please get another way to make money. Right. Because if rap, if rap music is your only way to make money, you are going to be more apt to get tangled up in these bullshit deals from these record labels where they own all your shit you got to shuck and jive the way they want. You become Pinocchio. They're always going to be Geppetto. And at the end of the day, you're not going to get as much money as you feel like you should be getting because you probably got to go to their studio and record. Okay, so now you're paying the engineer for the mix and master. Whoever made the beat, you're paying for that. You're paying for the studio time. Oh, then the production comes into play with uh, your album being done and it's time to promote it. Now you're paying for all of their marketing Okay, there's so many levels and layers to this stuff where you paying out of pocket. So something where if you was independent, you might be getting, uh, let's just say, uh, you know, you might be pulling in 75 cents uh, every song, every song play. Uh, theoretically, when they take out all of their fees, you'll be lucky to get seven. Seven you know, cents. So it, Seven cents. Yeah, it's something. And this is just me spitballing real quick for you to get the gist of what I'm talking about. Yeah, we um, do I have no factual day. numbers, but just understand, like, of all the deals I've had put in front of me, when you read through it, this is what I was seeing, you know. And then on top of that, I want to be control of all of my music. I don't, I don't record at people's studios. I, I take it to people I trust, um, but I keep the raw copies here. You know what I mean? All my stuff is copywritten. Uh, so, yeah, it's just like um, they have too much power over your product. So I'm not positive I would be all right with being major. It would have to be so lucrative and spelled out in such detail that everything made immediate sense and um, and I was coming out on the winning end, not just being on the record label, because that ain't all it's cracked out to be. I already know. I, I like to move when I want to move. I want right, to create right. my own destiny. You know what I'm saying? Um, they Back to piggybacking off what you were saying, like um, I've been offered deals as well. They trying to give you 45 cents for every album. Come on, this is crazy. Yeah. And then people are signing these 360 deals. You know, people looking at everything. They looking at all the smoke and mirrors, but they not seeing the true reflection of the things that's actually taking place. You know what I'm saying? And that's what goes back to what I was saying, where, you know, you get these, uh, you know, a lot of these dudes is getting deals. They ain't never had nothing. 
store. They're spending all their money on the worst shit you could possibly buy. But, hey, it looks great in the video, you know, and they think they got to keep up this persona um, when it should be about what's coming out of your mouth, not what's hanging off your neck or wrapped around your wrist, you know. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it's um, it's really messed up. And that and that's, that is also tied into the record labels wanting you to look a certain way a lot of times. Um, so yeah, it's just, uh, you got it. You got it. Personally, right now, um, I'm already making money. You know what I mean? I could stop doing music at any point. I'm still going to have everything that I have right now. Anything that I want, I'm still going to be able to get. Take music all the way out of the picture. I'm going to be okay. I would much rather, um, people thinking of making music find a way to do both because that's going to allow you to not be vulnerable and jump at something that just looks good because if it looks good, it might not be good, you know, and in the end you're going to be the one getting hurt in some way, shape or form or used uh, so much so that you wish you hadn't signed. So, you know, make sure your money is straight or, or you working towards that goal and have, have the music as another goal very high on the list that you also want to achieve. You can do you can do whatever you want. Everybody should already know that. Um, I'm I'm just it's painful to see my people um, so desperate that they become victim to stuff like that. You know. Right. Um, what is some of the music that you have in rotation right now? That's not any of your music. What's some of the stuff you who you got in rotation right now? Some of the music I'm listening to right now. Yeah, what do you what do you listen to that's not yours? Like when you going to work, what you bumping, what you playing? Oh man, I listen to because I make instrumentals as well. Like I might be playing Duke Ellington one day, Bella Burtok. I might have uh, Chris Stapleton music. Uh, don't get me started on hip hop, you know, because I might be like I said, I might be listening to Royce the Five Nine, uh, Black Dog, Common, Nas, Lupe. You can't never forget about Lupe. Man, Lupe, um, has, Lupe is know, a whole um, dog. I, I, I still listen to Pac, but uh, J Cole is killing it right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a, I got a lot of people, a lot of uh, different people that I listen to, um, but. I try to listen to all all genres. You know, I do not too. just not just hip hop. I feel like you uh you kinda um put in a box. Put blind Yeah, yeah, you put blinders on. Um if you just listen to one one genre. So where can people find your music? Oh man. Um you can Google it, you know what I'm saying? Um and you're going to get a good handful of links from different sites, but you know, I'm on title. I like saying that first because they do very well at making sure the artist gets uh, a lot more per stream than other apps. So and you can it's find like me on all... title. Um, you can find me on Amazon. You can find me on Apple, Spotify, Deezer, Pandora, um, last FM, um, iHeartRadio. That's Just to up. name a few. That's what's up. How many how many yeah, projects but, do you have in your disi- discography? 
solo albums, collaborative albums, just in case people want to run across any of your past works? I want to say I'm right around eight. Eight? That's good. And it's it's always by good. Myself, it's always I mean? good by myself. It's always good to binge on good hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So right. this is not the only project that Debo Mac has out. So when y'all go ahead and get this rap found me, y'all could go ahead and listen and stream all his other works as well. So is there anything else you want to leave with the listeners? Well, if people is listening, I want to let everybody know this ain't just for me. This is for every every artist out there. Streaming is important, but so is sharing. A I lot agree. of times, you know, what you'll see is people will go ahead and stream your music, but when it comes time to get on, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all of that, you know, they share everybody but the ones who need it the most, which is the indies, the ones who ain't signed, the ones who ain't got these big-ass marketing deals where it's 10, 15 people promoting their music for them. Um, so, yeah, make make sure, I mean, it's a, it's a great thing to have your music streamed, but make sure, you know, um, you take that extra step and do something that you're going to do anyways. It ain't one person that's got social media that don't retweet something, like something, or share something. So if you could find an artist that you really fuck with and you know they're indie and do one of them things, you know, or two or three if you're feeling real uh, ambitious that day, then then you helping them further their career and it's giving them motivation to keep going. Um, I don't think enough people understand uh, how important that is. So I think if there was one thing I had to say to people, um, that that would be it. Okay, thank you. So that's Debo Mac here on the Riders Live Show. We fit to wrap it up. Hey, good to have you, brother. You know, I always been in tune with you. I'm going to keep in tune with you. And everybody, go stream, purchase, rap found me by Debo Mac. All right? Share, share, like, subscribe share share like subscribe so what's your social media so they can follow you all right i'm uh facebook look for debo mac music instagram look for real debo mac uh twitter look for debo mac then the main ones i'm on right there if you would like to have your music played on riders live just email bookingrodders at gmail.com. That's booking, R-O-D-E-S, at gmail.com. Or submit through the booking form via our website, which is www.rodesonline.net, via the booking form. If you would like to be the worst popping artist of the day, or if you would like to be interviewed, or if you would like ad space, submit via the booking form on RidersOnline.net. Alright? If you would like to make a donation to the show, just cash at Riders T20. That's dollar sign R-O-D-E-S T20. Alright?
I hope y'all enjoyed that interview with Debo Mac, y'all. Because Debo Mac is the rottest live, what's popping artist of the day. So off of his album, Rap Family, we got for the culture, the courtship, and beasting. Let's get into some hip-hop, y'all. It's nothing more than a give and go She gave a number to me like a man at the liquor store 
know Excited but I'm not the one for letting my feelings show I'm telling her it's whatever, just call me, I'm like an Uber Cause really I'm introverted, don't let this demeanor fool you She cut into my heart like fingers in Freddy Krueger I'm recognizing a winner I gave her space but I'ma call her sometime so we can pick up a dinner The second week of December, the moment I made it happen She said she liked my voice, I speak with a lot of passion Said a joke and she laughing, it's been a while Say I went a mile, impressing women in general Cause generally my focus is elevation on the music That's when I noticed the hesitation Focusing on the face when I seen a change in emotion Now she frozen off these words I chose and I had her open In the blink of an eyelash, time passed and I crashed She spun her fingers on the wine glass She told me that she had been with a couple rappers And the fact is that part of her life had bad chapters I told her this is the moment you need to capture I can be your adapter to brand new vibes Them other suckers they were boys your side, <laughs> kinda sound like a couple of bad apples, and for that better fruit you gotta climb that tree, it's a lifelong journey that I'm on, I drive with my left, I want you under my right arm, let's be about the right now before the night's gone, cause I got my sights on, trying to see if you're sweeter than ripe corn, cause you and me we like a snare and a hi-hat, melody on the dime and whatever the rhymes at, let's endeavor these times, they can never define that chemistry, I feel like it's meant to be, she matching my energy, two batteries charged up, I told her it was 10 and 3, she what I'm finna do, I see that she feelin' me She know that I wanna collide with her I respect her more than buy dinner to slide in her I said I'ma take you home tonight But low key, I got some urges on my own to fight You fall in the category of my own delight You don't wanna get close to me Cause I'm known to bite, that goes that smile She working me over easy She don't wanna be sleazy, just call my name I quench thirst like a Fiji The pleasure is all mine You never get wetter, I study your body Like I'm prepping for midterms in the Ivy League I mislead by mentioning that I'm a freak I'm subtle talking about it when it's time to speak But my goal is to help you find your peak And pass that till you forget about the last cat Never considered toxic, understanding my logic I'ma get you right just like an antibiotic I meant it when I say that I got it, it's not a problem We can do whatever, I respect your mind and what you stand for Girl, you about the prettiest thing I laid my eyes on I'm so motivated myself, I miss out on the good things Trying to chase my wealth, I laid lips on it Then I got beside myself with the heat check The moment is right now, it's more like a dice game I'm laying the smack down, I know what I'm looking for No way I'ma back down, she feeling the same way Both got her eyes Locked. The timing is right now, no looking at my clock. Yell tragic when I wreak havoc. I stretch a girl out like she half elastic. Her body's in the casket. I'm killing this rap shit.
praising My DNA's over two-thirds amazing Somebody throw the flag, cause the flow y'all making Worse than burnt bacon, I know y'all faking I'm taking in the church like a bus on Sunday Coming in hot, cause the lanes are one way Verbal gunplay, make them clear the runway Have you hard to find like a throwback Kanye Banging on the beats, got a dope connection Easier to rhyme when you know your section Solo on the road, I got no protection But chill up in the spots where they know for testing The flow is hot, octane, past the matches Better than a lot of y'all would have to practice Reason for the rhyme is attract the masses The fact is my rhyme never off my axis Hey everybody, I hope y'all enjoyed the show. Before we get up out of here, I want to thank y'all for listening to the show. I appreciate all the feedback. I appreciate everybody who's been embracing me and supporting me. Um, I got new music from artists all over the world. More music than I could bear. I got in-depth interviews coming. Great topics. Some people that you can expect to see on the show, Erica Gilchrist, Mr. Creed. Um, I know I do a lot of interviews, but I'm going to be holding down the show for Dolo sometimes. You might see a co-host every now and then, but I'm going to just try to keep it live for everybody. Y'all know how to get in touch with me, so just go to writersonline.net. Everything is there. If you want to try to get in touch with me about an interview or ad space or getting your music on here, just hit the, hit up the site. I'll respond to you as soon as I can. Um, last but not least, um, don't put your faith in man. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Trust the most high and you will never be let down. So... Thanks for listening to the show. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. It's bigger and better things to come. Peace.